this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. And you know what? We are in it right now. It is tax season. I'm sure you're all thrilled. Cannot wait. And it feels like every year there's some new change to our tax system. So today I thought I'd run through four quick changes that you might not know about. And let's just jump into it. Change number one, taxes are due on April 18th this year, not April 15th. So you get three whole extra days. Now, don't wait until April 18th to file your taxes, but the deadline has been pushed out. And that's because the 15th falls on a Saturday this year. And when the tax deadline falls on a weekend, they typically move it to the next business day. So you may be asking yourself, I'm sure you are, why not Monday the 17th? That's because Monday the 17th is when they are recognizing Emancipation Day, which is a holiday in Washington, D.C., where the IRS is headquarters. So they moved it up one more day to Tuesday, April 18th. Change number two, the child tax credit is going to look a little bit different this year. And I'm sure a lot of you probably have already noticed this because back in 2021, there was a temporary expansion of the child tax credit. I actually did a whole episode about it. Uh, Well, unfortunately, that has expired Uh, during that period of time. They offered monthly payments instead of the typical lump sum amount you'd get when you file your taxes. And the max on that limit was three thousand six hundred dollars for 2022. It's reverting back to its normal max of two thousand dollars per child under the age of 17. And you probably already noticed there were no monthly payments. All right. Now, after a quick break, be right back and we're going to hop into the next two changes to look out for this tax season. I hope you aren't waiting until the last minute to do your taxes, right? (laughs) Because look, you don't have to tell me that you don't like doing your taxes. If you listen to me for any amount of time, you know I'm right with you. And this is why I get help and you should too. H&R Block is bringing you tax help this season with a little side of popcorn with 15% off their DIY online tax filing products. Because for a variety of reasons that you've already heard me talk about, this tax season is probably going to look different from last year, especially if you took on some side work and got a 1099 form or your family got a little bit bigger. It doesn't matter what your tax situation is. H&R Block is here to help you this tax season. Their do-it-yourself platform is one of the most convenient ways to file online. And one feature that I think might be the best feature of their service is their surprise free tax preparation experience that immediately starts with upfront transparent pricing. And I love that because I don't want to be surprised with the price tag at the end of doing my taxes. So get started early and get your refund faster by clicking the link in the show notes or just head to popcornfinance.com slash HR block to receive 15% off DIY online tax filing products with H&R Block through April 18th. Again, that's popcornfinance.com slash HR Block for 15% off do-it-yourself online tax filing products with H&R Block. Welcome back from the break. Let's jump into change number three that we want to be on the lookout for this tax season. And that is a change coming to charitable deductions. Back in 2020, the CARES Act allowed taxpayers to deduct up to $600 in charitable donations. And this was even if you don't itemize your deductions. I think I've covered this before in a previous episode, but just to quickly go over it, we have the option when we file our taxes to either take a standard deduction or an itemized deduction. These are basically just dollar amounts that we can take off of our taxable income. So if you take the standard deduction, it's a fixed dollar amount. It's $12,950 if you're single or $25,900 if you are filing jointly. That was back in 2022. 
It changes every year, but that's what it was last year. And that's what you're going to be using when you fill out your tax forms this year or whoever's filling your taxes out for you. Now, if you decide, you know what, I don't want to take the standard deduction. I think I can find enough other things that are legally (laughs) allowed to be deducted that I can go through and create an itemized list. And that's what an itemized deduction is. That's basically these things that you can go find. I mean, you you don't don't make them up, but (laughs) you can find in your life that are deductible. These will be things like charitable donations or your mortgage interest that you pay. And there are even some job related expenses that you can deduct, even if you're not self-employed. The reason why you'd go through all this effort to create this itemized list is if you believe you have enough items that you can compile that will total a dollar amount greater than the standard deduction, because that's a benefit for you. That means you'll pay less in taxes. But you notice when I was listing out the itemized deductions, I mentioned charitable donations. And that's because if you take the standard deduction, traditionally, you cannot deduct things like charitable donations from your income. But that all changed in 2020 with the CARES Act. It expanded it out to allow anyone to do it, regardless of if you took the standard deduction or not, which was great for encouraging people to donate more money. And then this was also extended into 2021. Unfortunately, in 2022, this expired and everything's resetting back to the way it was. And now the fourth and final change you want to be on the lookout for is the fact that the IRS is coming for that crypto. (laughs) They're coming to get their money. This is not a new policy or law. But in 2022, the IRS is making a concerted effort. They're like, we're going to make sure that we're going to be paying attention and tracking your crypto activity. And this includes NFTs as well. So if you bought and then sold a cryptocurrency, uh, like a coin like Bitcoin or Ethereum, or you bought and sold some of those monkey drawings, if you did did any of those and you made money, you're going to have to pay capital gains taxes. And again, this is not new, but they're just going to be paying closer attention this year. The good news, I guess you can call it good news, is if you lost money on that transaction, then you say you ended up selling it for less than you bought it for, then you can offset other taxes that you owe with that loss. But then also on the flip side, it means that you're going to owe taxes if you did make any money. So there you go. These are four changes that I want you to be aware of going into this tax season. Quick note, I'm working on a special tax-related episode in partnership with H&R Block. So if you have a quick tax question that you think I can answer in a couple of minutes, all you have to do to be a part of that episode is call me and leave me a message with your question. You can call me either at 707-200-8259, again, 707-200-8259, or you can go to popcornfinance.com slash voicemail. Don't worry, but all that information is in the show notes. Just go in your app where you're listening to this. Just go look, you'll see it in there. And then I'll go through and I'll pick my favorite question and feature it in a special episode. So hurry up, get them in, make sure they're short because I got a time limit on this one. And I'd love to have you be a part of an episode. As always, I appreciate you all joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. Good luck this tax season. And I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.